You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to Talking the Star. I'm your host, Dalt Miller, joined by Cole Patterson. Connor Livesay could not make it today. Listen, guys, we're, we're all busy people. Uh, sometimes our schedules don't all mix together. Uh, last week, I was too busy to make it. It's just kind of the way that these things go right now. Um, I am back in Texas now and ready to rock and roll. I'm ready for the season to start. Cole? Are you ready for the season to start? Yeah, man. And we've we've been talking about how slow the offseason has been. But it seems like it's picked up over the last few weeks. Training camp is already here and doesn't really feel it. I mean, I guess if you think about it, the season's right around the corner. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm jacked up. Uh, teams in Oxnard um, should be a lot of fun these next few weeks. It definitely should be. And so today we're going to kind of take a macro look at not just the Dallas Cowboys, but we're going to take a, a look at some of the other top teams in the NFC. And we want to kind of come to the, uh, a conclusion tonight or today or this morning, whenever you're listening to this, where the Cowboys sit in the pecking order of the NFC. Um, so, I mean, let's just go through and, and quickly talk about the top teams so far. I mean, obviously when you look at, yeah, so you got to look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers first and foremost. They are the best team in the NFC. They are the Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champions, and they bring back all 22 of their starters from that Super Bowl team. So we have to expect them, even though they went 11 and five last year and did not win their division, you have to expect they're going to win their division this year. And with the departure of Drew Brees, you got to expect with the extra game that Tampa Bay is looking at you know 12 to to 14 wins this year right yeah I mean that division as a whole outside of Tampa Bay is pretty weak with Drew Brees' retirement uh, the quarterback situation in Carolina Atlanta trading away Julio Jones um, and having a new coach in town yeah I mean I really don't see Tampa Bay having any struggles in the um in the regular season, especially if that report about Tom Brady playing injured that whole season is true. I mean, they, they should be uh, flying high all, all season long. The more interesting storyline in that division is who finishes second. Um, is, does Jameis, is he good enough to keep the Saints afloat in Carolina? Um, so I think I think there's some storylines. But yeah, Tim Bay's far and away the top team um, in the South. I agree. Um, and, and honestly, like I said, I think that they're the best team, the team to beat in the NFC. Mm-hmm. When you get past them, 
Do you look at any other teams and say they are just head and shoulders above the Dallas Cowboys and you don't even think it's a competition? Uh, not head and shoulders with a healthy Dak Prescott and everything, of course. But, I mean, Green Bay, if they if Aaron Rodgers does decide, hey, I want to play, you know, August is rolling right around the corner. Let me get my act together and play some football instead of, like, whatever's going on there. If, if they, they're able to mend fences there, I think Green Bay is that number two team. Um, they got the, their defense improved last year. They re-signed Aaron Jones to keep that offense intact. They got some valuable players on that offensive line. And, I mean, Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. I think those. I think they're probably the second team with Aaron Rodgers. If you take Aaron Rodgers off that team, if he doesn't want to play, if he gets traded, then things get really interesting uh, behind Tampa Bay, though. I, I agree 100%. I think the Green Bay Packers are that other team that I really look at and say, hey, like they're better than the Dallas Cowboys. Now, I, I, I don't think any team in the NFC uh, or the AFC, for that matter, are, are unbeatable, obviously. Yeah. I think that they all have their flaws, and I think that in the game of football, we've seen teams like the New York Giants in the past yeah. beat teams like the New England Patriots when it seemed like they were an unstoppable force. So unpredictable in the NFL. After that... Do you think that the Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC? Do you like any of those NFC West teams over the Dallas Cowboys? Um, or do you even see maybe the Washington football team being better? Yeah, I still think Dallas is a top team in the NFC East. Uh, yeah. They got the quarterback. I think Washington, Washington, I think, is going to be one of those teams that's going to be interesting to watch week to week because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, one week, he's going to look unstoppable. They're going to put up 40 on a team, and their defense is good enough, obviously, to get them some wins. But he's also a turnover machine. He's never had a full season where he's on fire. So I think Washington's a variable team that's you know, interesting to watch. But Dallas, is, I think, is a team to be in the division for sure. Um, but the MC West, they got, I think, all four teams, um, I mean, to a lesser extent, Arizona, but all four teams can make a run and be really good this year. Um Matt Stafford, there's a lot of hype surrounding him on him. I don't buy into everything, but I do think Sean McVay is a good enough coach, obviously, to get the most out of him. Um, the Cam Akers injury is obviously something to keep an eye on, but they got some talent in that defense, of course. Um, San Francisco, Trey Lance, he's the X factor. If he's a guy that lives up to his draft stock, he, his draft pick, then, you know, then, I mean, Who's who's going to stop them with that defense as well? They they're similar to the Cowboys um, coming on a season after covering injury after injury. Um, their whole defense has seemed like missed games. Um, so they're a team to watch as well. And Seattle, yeah, I can't ever count on Russell Wilson. Um, I think the whole West. I don't. I'm not going to say. And then Kyler Murray in Arizona, I think, could be really fun as well if things click with Cliff Kingsbury, which is remains to be seen. But uh, I don't know. I'm not going to say the three of those teams are above Dallas, but I won't argue too much. You put L.A. above the Cowboys, and then if things click with Trey Lance, I could very well see the 49ers being a legit contender in the conference. Yeah, the, the NFC West for me is super intriguing because I think it will somewhat cannibalize itself just a little bit. I mean, we saw that last year with you know, the Seattle Seahawks were 4-2 and two in the division, um, they were the only team with a, a winning record. 
Um, the the Rams were three and three, the 49ers were three and three, and then the Cardinals were two and four in that division. I think that's mostly mm-hmm. uh, most likely what we are going to see again this year. I would like to see Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray take that next step. I don't know if they're quite ready for it yet. Mm-hmm. For me, it it all comes down to. Russell Wilson is on the Seattle Seahawks, and as long as Russell Wilson is on the Seattle Seahawks, I think they're going to be uh, kind of a, a team that's always right. going to win 10 to, to 12 games. I mean, it, it it hasn't happened to where they've had a losing season since 2012 when he came into town. So I have to look at them and say yeah. because of their consistency, whether we I mean, we like to poke a lot of fun at the Seattle Seahawks for, you know, running <laughs> the ball too much and, you know, not yeah. re- addressing the offensive line. Uh, but they've gotten consistent results winning football games. So I'm going to put them above the Dallas Cowboys as well. Um, yeah. And then f- for me, we're looking at, you know, the, the Dallas Cowboys right now being the fourth team in the NFC. Let's talk about the L.A. Rams a little bit. I think offensively, I, I think maybe one team in the NFL has a better offense than the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. And that's because the Kansas City Chiefs have a generational talent okay. at quarterback and mm-hmm. one of the best play callers in the past 50 mm-hmm. years in Andy Reid. So I'm going to take that offense, even though I think that the Cowboys offense overall has more talent than anybody in the NFL. The Buccaneers are close. Okay, but I think with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott and a healthy offensive line, I think the Dallas Cowboys have the better offense because I think they have more explosive potential in their passing attack because I think Dak Prescott, he might not be, and we can argue for days whether Tom Brady or or Dak Prescott are the better quarterback today. And I think Dak Prescott is. But a lot of people will still say it's it's Tom Brady just won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, that team was ready to compete already. Tom exactly. Brady went to a great situation, mm-hmm. um, played decently last year. But mm-hmm. I, I still think there's more explosive potential in the Dallas Cowboys offense. We saw that when Dak Prescott was healthy. It, it all comes down to the defense for the Dallas Cowboys. And I, I think by default they're going to have to be better. I think that going into this year with an entire offseason to work and not having such a complicated scheme and moving the linebackers back to their natural positions in Jalen Smith and LVE, um, moving back to Mike and Will, uh, respectively, I think that's going to help out. And I think going back to that cover three country zone is going to get rid of those big snafus and coverage that we saw last year. Mm-hmm. So. With all of that said, I think the Cowboys are the fourth best team in the NFC, and I think that they have the potential to be the second best team in the NFC and catch a little bit of fire in the playoffs if they can do that. And, and, and listen, yeah. we can't we, we we can't say that that's going to happen because we haven't seen it with the Dallas Cowboys in the past 25 years. <laughs> I'm not trying to be all pessimistic, but that's yeah. the way that it goes as Cowboys fans now. I kind of want to talk about how the Cowboys get there. What do they have to do to not just make the playoffs, win the division, which I, I do expect them to do this year, but how do we find a little bit of success in the playoffs this year? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the easy thing is to point to the defense. Um, obviously, they need to upgrade and improve, and uh, really across every position unit, 
needs to have some improvement from defensive line all the way down to the secondary. Um, but for me, I mean, if you're telling me this team, if this team is where you're projecting them to be or saying they could be a top 14 in the NFC, potentially second best, to me that means the defense obviously took a step up and Dan Quinn has things going in the right direction. Um, now that doesn't mean they'll be a top five, top 10 defense, but, you know, things are moving forward in the right direction. So in order for the Cowboys to get over that hump from that fourth best team into that somewhere they haven't been my entire life, which is like the conference championship game, Super Bowl, they need to fight, figure out how to win those uh, close games, figure out how to come up clutch in key moments, um, whether it be the uh, the desk catch, um, you can blame on whatever that was. They couldn't get over a hump that year. Um Dak's rookie season, uh, as great as they played in the second half, that first half killed them. Um, 2018, obviously against the Rams, they they came out with a clutch win against Seattle, um, but they couldn't follow that up with the road victory. Um, they just haven't been able to get that over the home. I think what that needs to happen is, one, Dak Prescott needs to solidify himself as one of those elite quarterbacks in the NFL, which I think we all think he can be and is on the cusp of being. Um, if, if you tell me he's a top five quarterback, undoubtedly this, this season, I think they are. Uh, they have a very good chance of playing on that championship Sunday. Um, for me, I think the defense is an easy cop out, but they need to figure out how to get over the hump in key situations. So they're be uh, making a key catch, a key throw. Um, it's easier said than done, but I think a lot of it will be on Keller Moore to be able to scheme up some things. Mike McCarthy being able to... Um, get up to the speed of today's game. Um, you know, he's talked about analytics all the time, and obviously Dak's injury didn't help, but we didn't see a lot of that last year. Um, he was aggressive in some games, but I just think that if you're telling me they, they're playing on championship Sundays because Dak Prescott is is an elite quarterback, I think he's the different um, – I think he is a top-ten quarterback, undoubtedly. I think he's – I think you can make a strong army in top five, but in order – for them to be in a Super Bowl, he has to solidify himself as an elite NFL quarterback. Got it. Go. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you. I, I think that Dak Prescott needs to take even that next step. You know, yeah. We saw him push the ball down the field last year um, and the year before, really. Um, mm-hmm. But the turnovers were there last year as well. Um, I, I think that getting a, a healthy offensive line back is going to be huge. Uh, I think that if they are able to remain healthy, he's going to be able to take care of the ball because he is going to have that extra, you know, quarter of a second to deliver those passes mm-hmm. instead of getting that, you know, right defense bend around to be able to create that fumble as he's, you know, loading up to throw the football. I also think that not playing from behind in every single game yeah. is you're going to see a, a Dak Prescott that isn't taking so many, you know, somewhat unnecessary chances trying to, you know, crawl back into the game. Now, for me, it, it's about playing that complimentary football. And listen, we, we heard yeah. Jason Garrett talk about that all of the time. But you have to be able to, on a day where your offense isn't playing well, you have to be able to get it together defensively, get a big turnover. If your defense isn't playing well, you need to be able to go out and score 40 points if you have to. You need to be able to play up to or you know stay at your level when you are playing teams that are worse than you. And then once you get to the playoffs, 
you need to be able to come out and, and play quickly and be able to score points early, unlike we saw in the 2016 game. And listen, that was mostly probably because it was Jason Garrett and it was Scott Linehan and the, yeah. the, the game plan just wasn't very good to start. Hopefully mm-hmm. game scripting is something that Kellen Moore is able to improve in his time as an OC. Hopefully we see him have a big year and a successful year with his offense being efficient. Um, and I think that that's really what it comes down to. It comes down to being efficient and then Dak Prescott doing what he did two years ago in 2019 on third down when he was one of the best third down quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, and then the defense just forcing a turnover here and there. I think if they're able to do that, they will be able to make this thing into something special, something that if they get a top 15 or 15 to 20 defense but don't give up those points early in games where you have to crawl back. I think that this is a team that can make a splash in the playoffs. And listen, part of that is just being optimistic right before the season start. Camp is about to go. We're excited about football happening. But part of this is that I do think that team last year was ready to obviously win the division. Mm-hmm. And I think going into this year, if – they can get a cornerback opposite of Trayvon Diggs to just be respectable. I think that this defense can be good enough to hold itself up and tread water enough for this offense to take over football games. I think that they're good enough to do that. I hope you guys agree with us. That's all we got for you guys today on Talking the Star. We will be back next week to talk a little about, about training camp. Oh, I'm excited. I hope you are too. We will see you guys next week on Talking the Star.